the the second large family in the way back there wants to sit in the very front. I guess there's really no room for a yeah, large no, family no, no, in the no, front. Yeah. So never mind. Uh, never mind what I just said. The lollygaggers will have to just sit in the back as usual. Anyways, guys, we're getting started with church here. Here's Jesse. Thanks. Amazing. Thank you. So Nick took your place last week, right? Nobody applauded. Dang. That's I rough. had to say applaud. Wow. <laughs> uh, you were good to be fishing, back. huh? Yeah, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. How was the fishing? It was good. I caught a couple of trout, uh, had a little bit to eat. I taught this, my buddy's son how to fish. It was fun. We had a good time. Nice. And for gold, too. You did what now? My buddy uh, was panning for gold with me. Did he find any? Nothing big, but some, some you know, some little bits. Oh, nice. Things. It was fun time. Amazing. Yeah. You gotta come on the next Yeah, the Mexican name. Oh. I'll tell you about the Mexicans later. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our chat line uh, at, on YouTube there, and Hake will give me your questions or comments, and I can respond. Um, tomorrow, no, it's holiday, I think. It's a holiday. And so the office will not be open, but we will be doing the live shows tomorrow. All right, so good morning, y'all, again. How's everybody? So, it's been an interesting week. Y'all know about what happened, right? Any questions or anything before I get rolling? No? Okay. Um, there was a shooting in Texas. Who don't know about that? Nobody. Okay. Um are you familiar with the shooting in Texas? What did you think about it? Where this young guy went in and shot up some kids, and now they did. I thought it was they awful. Did. I'm sorry? I thought it was an awful thing. It was an awful thing? Yes. And, and why was it awful? Um, because we all have children, you know, and I mean, as Speak a mother. Speak up for me. As a mother, um, I would, I just felt devastated for, for those parents that lost their children. You felt devastated. Yeah. And what it was, what's that feeling? Um, my heart dropped. It dropped where? Um, in my stomach. Uh-oh. Did you get it back? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Before work. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. So you, you felt devastated in that your heart dropped. Yes. And, and why did and it drop? Because of the, it was children? Yes. All right. Okay. And innocent. How did that help them by your heart dropping? It did not help. How did it help you? It did not help. So what was the purpose of it? There was no purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> because I, even though, you know, I felt devastated and I was upset about it, um, you know, it happened and right. there's nothing I can do about it. Amazing. So. Okay. Interesting. How about you? In the back, how did you feel about it? I feel bad for the the uh, the shooter because it's easy to see that he's dealing with some demons. 
Oh, okay. Amazing. And so you feel bad for the shooter? I want to say I feel bad for him, but I understand him. Okay. How about the young lady behind you? You heard about the shooting? Yeah. Um, and, and how do you feel about it? How did you feel? How do you feel now? To be honest, and I don't want to seem like I'm crazy, I ain't feel nothing. You crazy. <laughs> like, I just don't let the outside world. <laughs> what kind of human being are you? I just don't let the outside world, like, get to me as much. Yeah. It's not that I'm happy it happened. I'm just like. But like, the children were killed. I understand, but every day something happens, so, but it's like. So you felt nothing about it? I didn't. Were you surprised? I don't know if you I'm felt, numb. I'm sorry? I don't know if I'm numb, but I just didn't feel anything. I was just like, damn. Amazing. Yeah. Um, the young lady in front of you, how did you feel about it? I didn't really feel anything about it. All these cold-hearted people, where y'all come from? I felt at first like, you know, uh, reading the news stories and seeing like the photos of the parents, like I could see the emotion that it was trying to evict in me. Like, oh, how sad for these parents, how sad for these children. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized I can't do anything about it. It it has nothing to do with me. Right. Amazing. (laughs) Did you tell anyone else that you didn't feel anything about it? No, I didn't really talk about it. Yeah, don't do that. They'll hurt you. Yeah. We're not feeling anything. Exactly. Amazing. How did you feel about it? I didn't feel anything about it. Whoa. I know, huh? No, I just... I... A cold-hearted person. What about the children? I don't know. So you literally felt no, nothing? nothing. Seriously, no. And what's your impression no. of the way the world is acting about it? <laughs> like, emotional. Like, everyone is emotional. Everything bothers people. Anything. Any, you say the wrong thing in this situation. What it a affects mess, someone. Huh? Yeah, it is. We have a messed up emotional world now. Right. I never thought I'd see the world so right. emotional. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. It's like crazy. <laughs> the world not supposed to be this way. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about it? Um, I, I don't know. Same thing. Kind of just, I didn't really hear it in the news. I kind of heard it just through like maybe my news feed. So it wasn't so impact. I like, I don't know. I guess I, I, um, I, I feel bad for everyone. I mean, I do have a feeling like, oh, that's that's sad. Those children don't have a life to, you know, to continue to live. And parents don't have that opportunity to raise those kids. And so, you know, there is a loss. But So you feel a little bad in that way? I feel a little bad, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel a little bit, but not enough where I was, like, devastated or, you know. I, I know it's, like like someone said, like, it's, it's it has nothing to do with me. Like, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. So feeling sad won't make anything better but how when you were feeling bad how did you feel about yourself feeling bad uh weird it's not right (laughs) it's like not right to you know there's nothing you can do about it you know why do you feel bad i don't know did you think wow i'm so holy i feel sad for these kids praise (laughs) the lord no i I probably felt more like you know what's what's wrong with me like why am i feeling this way like get over it you know nice 
Let me ask the young man right behind you. Did you hear about the shooting in Texas? No. no. Uh, some? Did you say some? No, I didn't hear. Like, I'm I sorry? I didn't hear. Oh, you didn't hear about it? No, not well, There was not. a killing of some kids in Texas. Uh, really? Some guy went into a school. You don't know about it at all? No. Really? Um, there were some guys, I mean, an 18-year-old went into a school and shot up some kids in Texas, little kids, and, and everybody talking about it. Oh. What do you think about that? That's bad. I'm sorry? That's bad. That's bad? Yeah. And what's bad about it? I mean, he's killing little kids. That's, that sounds bad. It sounds bad? Yeah. Oh, okay. But do you feel sad for him? I mean, I can't do anything about it. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Um, this young lady. Which one? And I want you to, right here. There's a few. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <huh? laughs> it's okay to feel something about it. Everybody's so no, cold hearted. <laughs> Go ahead. If you feel something, don't be scared in this room. Um, I think it's really sad, but again, um, there's not anything I can do about it. I think that I didn't, obviously I know what's going on, but I didn't invest too much in the story or like researching it or hearing it on the news or anything like that. So yeah. kind of like what in a sense can I do about it? But at the same time, I understand for the parents, you know. They don't have their kids, so... But at the same time, I think once I realized that it was evoking that emotion, I kind of just shut off from it. Yeah. Um, and you have to kind of see the bigger agenda that's at play, so... What is the bigger agenda? I think with, you know, with all the, the, the gun control and everything else that they're, right. they're trying to put in with evoking the emotion and, you know, the shooter going in and doing what he did. Yeah. You know? Amazing. Uh, when you saw the mothers crying, and did mm. you feel bad for them? Um, I only saw a, a little bit of it because, again, I, I kind of decided I, I understood what was going on, and then I like sh stopped looking at it, didn't watch the news, kind of. Um, right. But yeah, I would. I, I feel like it's a hard situation because it's like from everything that we under or I understand now, and the way that I should look at it, and the way that I should respond. Right. Um, but again, a part of me having children of my own, if they were my children, you know, what would I be dealing with right now or how would I be feeling? But then again, you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. So That's right. you just yeah. have to like You don't want to do an if. Yeah, exactly. So I just try and shut down from that whole situation. Oh, that's what the devil used against you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, what if it happened to your children? Yeah. Then you have to boohoo. Yeah. Then you have to boohoo. Yeah, you so you have to stop that before. for you and not for them. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? Mm hmm Amazing. Yeah. So if you didn't know what you know now, you probably boohoo it real hard and feel it real bad. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd probably, I mean, not like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Right here, uh, Chris. Yes. Um, it was sad. It was sad? It was sad. Because uh, <laughs> then, like she said, then you start thinking of your own kids, but then I, you know, get myself back and I'm like, okay, stop. Um, but I think they're, I don't know. I feel like <clears throat> the world like looks at things that don't really, like my husband and I were just talking about that in the car and we were saying you can actually, a drunk driver can kill more people than 
a gun can. A gun yeah. can only hold so many bullets versus a drunk driver just ram through like a bunch of people. So I feel like they're just paying what? attention to, you know, the wrong Hold things. On, man, what? Someone parked their car right there. Is, is somebody in there, this room that parked their car right there in that lot right there? No, no that was there before we even came in. Okay, because the guy's going to tow it is what I'm... Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Nobody here parked near the cleaners, right? Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, that's. I just feel like the world's looking at the wrong things right now. Because like I said, you can kill, a drunk driver can literally kill hundreds or more people than an actual gun can. So, I mean, it's sad, yes. It's sad to see the families go through it, but I, I mean. Do you think it's interesting that, or did you notice that when you heard or saw the shooting incident thing, Right away, saying, "Say, well, what about it'll be your children, right?" Yeah. And you think that you telling yourself <laughs> that, and now you got to think about here. Your kids are away in California somewhere. Their kids are in Texas. It's happening to them. It's not happening to your kids. But the devil makes you think, "What about it'll be your kids?" And you go, "Yeah." Then you start boohooing. Well, there was an incident at her school where it happened and we weren't informed about it until like the following day. So it could really happen anywhere. Right. It could happen anywhere. Literally anywhere. And sometimes you're not informed until maybe you hear from a parent. And that's how I found out about her incident. So they had a gun in your school. A little girl had a gun in her school and we didn't know about it until the next day. Really? Yeah. And how old was the little girl? The little girl was, I think, in like fourth or fifth grade. And so she took a gun to school? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. She must be one of those old conservative girls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> And so did she pull it out or something? What's she doing with a gun? I don't, I don't, I, all I know is, is the mom told me that there was a little girl, fourth or fifth grade with a gun at the school and uh, the cop just showed up and t- they escorted her home. That's nice. all I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Maybe I mean, it could literally it happen toy. anywhere. I don't think it was a toy gun. It wasn't? No. Amazing. Yeah. And did you cry after you heard about it? No. No? Oh, okay. No. I mean. I wouldn't send my kid to a public school anyway. Yeah, I know. The education alone would kill them. Uh, yes. So, Yeah. <laughs> It, that's exactly... You don't need yeah. a gun. Yeah. The education is killing them. Yeah. Amazing. Yes, Raymond. In my opinion, I was not surprised of what happened back at, at that school a week ago. To me, public school is... Oh, to me, uh, when you send your child to public school, is already like a death sentence. Were you sad? No, I was just a bit scared. I was a bit scared considering that my, my ten, I have tenants in my apart, uh, apartment that had at least a couple of great school kids that I used help take, uh, take to school. And so did you go and knock on every door see if they had a gun? No. I just <laughs> did, uh, did what, uh, what I can, uh, oh. what I can and that's all. Okay. Uh, I'm not surprised, um, like I said, I'm not surprised at what, what happened. What okay. happened, because what happened in any public school can happen in any place throughout the world. 
amazing, amazing. Thank you. Right here, I'll ram again the mics right here. So, how did you feel when you heard about it? Um, and you saw the scene? Yeah, and... I saw the footage. And the thing that, I mean, I didn't feel, like, sad or anything, but I did feel, like, kind of confused when I saw the, the images of, like, the cops holding the parents back and, like, tasing one of the, or, like, cuffing one of the parents for trying to get in because that kind of was what confused me. It was, like, like what's what's really going on? Because, you know, it's horrible, obviously. I can I can see that but it's yeah. like i wasn't like personally devastated i mean it's it's devastating but like i wasn't feeling it like i wasn't taking on that emotion personally were you surprised you didn't take it on no i mean it's the sick thing is is that yeah it, it, i get that it's like another like when i saw the, the the first time i heard anything about it was when like a little you know the news updates on your phone or whatever i'm like oh another one so it's like it's just kind of I don't want to say I'm like deaf, or like I'm numb to it, but it's like I don't know. I just I don't know what to make of it, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah, amazing. Did you feel sorry for the shooter? Uh, what did you think of the shooter? I mean, it's he, it, it, he fits the profile. It's like you know, broken home. Yeah. It's just like yeah, I was like going through all like the check boxes, like broken home. I think his dad was out of the picture. Um, on you know, just. I, I, I don't know if this part's true, but I'm sure someone. I'm sure it's going to come up that he was on some sort of antidepressants or something, because all the other shooters seem to have to have that. You know. You know. Yeah, just, everybody and mom on drugs. Yeah, yeah. What do you expect to happen? Everybody exactly. high. I mean, I, like, so like, I didn't have any feelings toward. I definitely have opinions <laughs> on it, but I don't have feelings right. about it. You know. Amazing. So, right here, and then right there. What you, when you first heard it, what did you think or feel about it? Well, I didn't feel anything about it. Um, I had thoughts. I think, firstly, we should be, instead of sending billions of dollars across the seas and taking care of everybody else, we need to secure our own yeah. homeland, our own schools and facilities and things like that. So if we had better security and uh, maybe some officers that were there armed or even security, we would be in a better position across the whole country, especially in public schools. Can you imagine the idea of we having to arm the schools? Yeah. When I was growing up, that was so unheard. Of. It didn't yeah. even just cross your mind that you need to arm guards at school. Yeah. You know, how do you go and have fun at school and look around here and police standing around, you know? Yeah. It, it's just amazing that we've gotten to this point in yeah. life where they talk about arming up the schools. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean... You know, if you somebody mentioned already, you look at his background, and I guarantee his dad wasn't there. Yeah, I, I heard some stories about his mom not being there either, and he killed the grandma. She did. So <laughs> no, she's not dead. Huh? She didn't die. Oh, she lived. Yeah, she's still okay. living. She, alive. she just came here out of one year, I guess. Something happened. Yeah. The bullet just something. So he missed know. it. Yeah. But she's not dead though. Okay, well that's good. But, yeah, I mean, I didn't, as far as feelings and everything like that, you know, we don't operate in feelings and taking on emotions from situations and other people. Yeah. But there is a part of me that um, wants to take a look at this situation and try to see what we can do to prevent it in the future. And it right. was evil what he's done. So it's not like we're dismissing the evil here, right. but we don't take on the feelings of, right. of individuals. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, sir. And then right here, and I'm done with that. 
I want to know how the young, the young lady felt about it. Yes. So um, I was, I kind of felt sad for the young man, you know, uh, allowed his anger to get to him and kind of went crazy. It's, it's kind of normal. Um, I was listening to a, a guy on the radio. He said that they've been measuring this since 1965, these school shootings. And he said that there were probably, there were 12 from then till now, to 1965. That was what? 12 shootings oh. in schools. So they make it sound like it's the end of the world. It happens every week, and one is too much, but there have been 12. And they're using, they go to extreme, we want to get rid of guns kind of methods, you know, taking away our Second Amendment rights. And, um, you know, which is, you know, this is how our country was, was founded. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Yes. And then here. How did you feel? How old are you? I'm 19. 19. When you heard it, what was your first private thought and feeling? Um, I tried not to, like, have any sort of feelings about it because um, I've just been working on that in general with, you know. But I initially heard about it through social media. Yeah. And, you know, especially with the younger generation, like, hearing it through, like, friends' stories and, like, seeing people talk about, you know, how crazy it was. And then within, like, maybe an hour or two, there were posts about gun control. And I was shocked to see that, like, after so little time, people were starting to protest about this and not, like, you know, think about a proper solution. And, like, all of a sudden, people were just, like, bringing politics into yeah. it. So I knew that, you know, it was an... There was an alternative motive. There was a plan. Nice. And you write I, about that. Yeah, that's what. That's one thing that I noticed really quickly. I'm glad to see some young people understanding. We need some young people to grow up and understand. Otherwise, it's over. If yeah. everybody crazy, nice. Yeah. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. When I saw the celebrities talk about it, and like all of a sudden, like you know, I was like, what? You know? And I knew. Very yeah. nice. Because I noticed how they were just so outraged. Lord have mercy. What happened here? How is this going to happen again? Yeah. Praise the Lord. We need to take all the guns away. I'm like, how did that go together? You know what I mean? I'm going to disarm everybody so that everybody can be shot up. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't even make sense. It would be like, okay, let's cry first, get the funerals done, then see what happened. But how do you bring in Second Amendment takeaway at the end of what's supposed to be such a sad story? And they expect people to fall for it, and a lot of people are pretending to be falling for it. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> I, th I think uh, kind of disappointed that people don't see that he was an 18-year-old. He, he was a kid, too. Yeah. And uh, growing up... Um, I I bullied kids and I was bullied, uh, and it puts you in a dark place. Uh, you were bullied as a kid. Yeah. And it put you in a dark place. Yeah. What kind of place? Like uh, how? What do you mean? Depression. Uh, how? So uh, how old were you when you were bullied? Real young. Oh yeah, and it made you depressed. Yeah. Really? And yeah. why? Well, my dad bullied me. I was I was only a child. And uh, he hit me, and it, it hurt really bad. It was, it was supposed to hurt. <laughs> That's why he hit well, you. Well, <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. What hurt? The hit hurt or 
Or the he, injuries were pretty bad. I, I like looked up child abuse and mine looked worse than what I would see as considered child abuse. Uh, yeah, a lot worse. One time I was, uh, I wanted to go to school and my grandfather said, no, you got to stay home and plow the fields, get the fields ready so we can plant the seed, right? I'm like, no, I want to go to school. He's like, no, you're going to plow this field today. And so I was all mad and I went out and hooked the mule up to the plow. And I told the plow to mule to take off, and the plow ran over my foot and cut it wide open. You can see the red. And I'm like, Dad, Dad, I cut my foot. Hoping he would say, okay, you can, you can go home now. He's like, well, if you hadn't been acted out, you wouldn't have cut your foot. And so I still had to plow the mule. Was that child abuse? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. It's all I, like I don't now. know what, it, what, what that, defines if it. If that wasn't child <laughs> the what, what he did to if me didn't help me. that was a child me. abuse, I don't know what it was. Well, what I could what see happened red, to me didn't help me. What? what? What happened to me, whether it was abuse or not, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, it didn't help. It didn't help anybody out. It made it made things worse. He I made think, me proud of you, and then I had to still be happy. So I'm well, like, wow, I made a fool out of myself. That would be child abuse today, right? I don't know. I don't know. I, I maybe... Think, I'm going to call a social service. They should go dig him up I'm, <laughs> and punish him. <laughs> I would call that child abuse. But anyway, go ahead. My point is that in those days, I didn't go home crying to mama and she like, oh, you've been child abuse, right? It just wasn't thought of. It was like tough love, grow up, deal with it. And it wasn't like, there, 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 you poor baby. I mean, it, he just beat me into a depression, and then, you know, I, Are you and he over- was happy because he didn't have to deal with me. So oh. he could just neglect me. I mean, he'd be at the bars all night uh, and, you Where know, be by mother? myself all night. Um, different, different state. Oh, you were, were you raised with your mother? Uh, I've uh, had some years with her. I, I would go to her sometimes when I got a little older. Are you over it now? Uh, the the No, he's still abusive. I mean, he... No, I mean, are you over it? Well, the whole tra- trauma of being abused? She never really... I don't know if you ever really get over it. You know, so, it's... So you're not over it yet? I don't think... I I, I don't know. I, I probably not. You don't know if you... <laughs> I don't know, so probably not. <laughs> so you might still be in a dark place? Yeah. And what made you think you might still be there? Well, I mean, I just, I, I don't see things the way other people do, and I, I feel isolated. I, I am isolated, you know, um, frustrated. And so you think because you don't see things the way others do, you might be traumatized? Uh, just, just frustrated, annoyed, hopeless. Well, why are you frustrated because you don't see things? You might be on the right track and everybody else sees it the wrong way. Yeah. You ever thought about that? Yeah. Because every time the crowd go one way, that's the wrong road to take. So you feel isolated from who? Oh, just, uh, you know, certain things. You know? Is that a bad thing too? Is Is it a bad thing? Yeah, yeah, it can be a bad thing. When to people, be isolated. Yeah, when when people exclude you, it, it, it's 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 not easy sometimes. Why not? 
well, because everyone else is included, and then, you know, I feel, like, excluded. You know, just certain situations. So you want to be a part of the crowd? Yeah. But it's a blessing not to be a part of the crowd. Yeah. You're really blessed to be alone. But the devil's telling you, oh, they, you know, they won't play with you. Look, they won't play with me. I'm so alone. Don't pay attention to that. You'd be glad to be alone, man, because the crowd can't hell. They are not happy. Well, I just—it's it, not just me, you know. Um, well, it's—it's it's a mask situation, you know. And a I, mask I situation. Yeah, I don't—I don't believe in it because, and the way I see things is, you know, it's not healthy for me, and I just see it different, and and they want to force me to do that, but they just—they won't let me be part of the group, you know. And so there's other issues like the, it's just like. But the, be glad that you can't be part of the group. I don't know what you mean, but if they don't want you to group. Be happy about that. Huh. I mean, I'm... That's a good thing. I just, you know, I just want to help everybody there. You know, honestly... You can't uh, help nobody. I don't know. Why do you want to help everybody? Well... Here you are, want to be a part of the group. That's helpless. How the helpless person going to help somebody? I just, just, you know... It's just it's just a system and every, every blue, it's it's so corrupt and everything's so so stupid that it's just sometimes I see like there's no point to people because they just add on to the stupidity. Absolutely. So why you want to be a part of the group? I don't. And so, so that but you just said you did. Well, yeah. So I can help the group, but if the you group can't help the group, right? So the what? Group can't even, nobody so, can help nobody. So then, from the perspective of a shooter, well, what's the point? I mean, mean, just just go and do a mass killing and kill yourself. You know, I, I mean, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, don't do that. But, I mean, you take your I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but yeah. that's what the you know they want is so they can you know take away guns. Which guns is not even the problem. The right. problem is people get bullied. The problem is you know well, it's, it's a deeper problem. Bullying become a problem though. And ever since he would be been on Earth, somebody been bullying somebody. You know what I'm saying? If I had gone home and said to my grandmother, oh, they bullied me at school today. You know what she would have done? She would have whooped me. She would like, I'll show you bullying. There's no way I would have. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've seen kids singled out and just made fun of by everybody. And everyone laughs at them, bullies right. them. And then, you know, eventually they just they have a meltdown. And then they come to school and shoot up a bunch of people. Well, weak kids, huh? I don't know. I, when I was in high school, I had a big head like my dad. I still have it. It's not like I got rid of the head. <laughs> but now, and then as a little kid, I would sometimes feel bad about it, but we were teasing the other kids with defects. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's when the whole group singles out, you know, one person, and then, and then they just lose it, you know? I know, but that's life. I mean, it, I think, but I, I think what the difference is, you have parents at home that are strong. You know, this kind of, they don't put up with the crap, so you're not going to put up with it. You're not going to be like a baby with little things, right? But kids have always done that. But we didn't have female counselors telling us, oh, it's normal to be emotional. It's normal to, it's not normal to feel that way. You know what I mean? 
I, 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 not I'm normal. having a hard time, like, listening. I, I don't, I don't know. I want you to get over that, though. I mean, you, you never really get over it. It's, it's wrong to, you know, as a group to single out someone else and bully them and bully them and, you know, and the ones that You're are right. bullying not right. are also getting bullied. So everyone's getting bullied. Right. So, so just, how are you going to deal with this? Everyone is going through the same thing. How are you supposed to handle it? I mean, it, it doesn't matter. What does it matter? You know, it's like, and I think I, I get onto another issue and then I don't know if this like fits together, but there's a car pollution issue and the air is pretty, it's terrible. And I see like every person that's going to be is going to just contribute to the terrible air. Nice. So if you, and all, I mean, I think there's like 20 kids. And I mean, I like kids. I like people, you know. But, I mean, 50 years from now, that, that multiplies into a bunch of people uh, that add on to polluting the air. And then the rest of us have to breathe the, you know, the polluted air. Nice. So, you get a mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's the solution. But you worried about the wrong things, man. The, the, the pollution is not as bad as they pretend because they just want to take away your gas car and put you in an electric car. I mean, and so could, they're pretending it's bad. You can smell it, though. I mean, where do you, you live? We went to downtown L.A. No, that's uh, the whole that's We live the in Santa Monica, and you can kind of smell it a little that's bit That's the there. order from the drug addicts and the... Alcoholics no, on the street. It's pollution from the from the traffic, exhaust pollution, and but it, it adds up. You can see it in the sky, in the horizon. It's it's thick, you know. And Amazing. We're breathing all that. It's it's. I I don't agree with it. You I, don't. I think I think air is number one. A person uh, clean air is is number one. Uh, if you don't have air, that's the first thing you know that's going to get you. And then water, and then food. Uh, uh, Amazing. So, well, I'll come back to you. Yeah, he's, he's younger, and I was wondering what he was going to say. You had your he hand? Had his hand up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. What do you want to say? Um, I just want to answer a question. You okay about the kids? Um, yes. How old are you? I am ten. And it's your first time here? Yes. Welcome. Thank you. How did you hear about us? Um, my dad would always listen to you. Um, on his phone. Amazing. Is your dad alpha or beta? Um, I'd say he's alpha. Nice. <laughs> so how did you feel when you heard about the kids being shot at the school? I felt just a little bit emotional because I feel like no one deserved it, including the um, the shooter, because the shooter was going through something. Of yeah, course. yeah, absolutely. So, And I feel bad for the kids because they never get, got to grow up and... Yeah. Amazing. And so did you talk to your father about it? Um, no, not really. <clears throat> then why not? Um, didn't really think about doing it. Nice. It wasn't that bad, right? Um, it was pretty bad to me because I think it's pretty awful how someone would just go to a school and shoot up kids. Yeah. Well, that's what's happening because we have evil in the world today. Yep. It's alive like never before. We're good, but don't let it get to you too much. Yeah. All right? Nice. Well, I'm glad you're here, man. Thank you. You're welcome. You want to do it? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. How old are you? Uh, 13. I'm his brother. Oh, you're the brother? Yeah. Oh, so how did you feel when you heard the shooting? I didn't really feel anything. Like, it, it wasn't me, so I just don't really concern myself with the shooting if it wasn't me in that situation. And so I was like, oh, uh, it, 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 stuff happens, like. and Nice. And, like, why should I concern myself with that? So, there you go. Mm-hmm. And Amazing. Also, also, the another thing about, like, taking away the guns, I don't really get why people are trying to take away guns. It's kind of like it, anything could be a weapon. Like, I could just throw a chair at someone. Like, are you going to ban chairs? No. <laughs> are you going to? That's right. Are you going to ban pencils because of the John Wick movie? No. Like, That's right. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and, like. It just I don't get why everyone's it's like it's, I don't get why it's such a big deal. There's shootings in the past, like And it's like, gonna always be shooting. Yeah. Like yeah. Al- like always. And just like there it wasn't as bad as it is now. Like they wanna take away your guns because they wanna control you. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason. Like, also that that one shooting, like, with the bank robbers, the two guys, that, like, robbed the bank and stuff, and, like, they were uh, shooting, like, stuff like that. They didn't say anything about, like, guns that moment. That's right. Like, and now they're all worrying about, like, a little shooting that, like, I know it's not little, but, like, um, geez, I'm so, I'm so cold-hearted. But, um, but, but you're right. Yeah. It, it's, a, it was a, it's not a happy thing. But yeah. it's not something you need to be identifying with. Yeah, like why should uh, I? Which, why yeah. should I be worrying about that? That's right. Absolutely, man. And what's your name? What's your name? Uh, Jaden. J. Jaden. J. Y. D. N. Welcome, man. Thank you. And also another thing, when you said like when you said the meal to go like go in and cut your foot, and you said like child abuse and stuff, that's not really child abuse. Like it's not. Yeah, not at it's all. It's like if you hadn't act out, you wouldn't have got your foot. Yeah, like cut. Yeah, like, you did that to yourself. It's like me running and then tripping on the pavement and slapping my little face on the concrete. <laughs> and then, um, and like, going to my mom and then, and then my mom saying, oh, you would just walk it off. You're fine. <laughs> That's not child abuse. Like, if I'm okay, if I'm not dead, then I am, then I'm probably okay. That's right. Or if I don't have no broken <laughs> bones. Nice. See, we gotta train it. Young kids, the way God to children are a lot of training the young people to be weak. Mm-hmm. We need young people to grow up strong. Mm-hmm. Men and women, boys and girls. Right on, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'll show one more thing. Beta. Anybody want it? Uh, uh, no, did you? Oh, right here. Yeah, I forgot. Yes. And then I have a qu- another question. There's a lot of there's a lot of dispassionate people in the room. That's I'm nice. telling you. Um, well, I guess the only thing I want to address. Um, how, was, how did you feel when, it, I when you heard it? I felt when the shooting. I could say similar to everyone. I didn't really feel much about it. I was. I guess when things like this happen, I'm I'm interested. That's about where it ends. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of bring together the thing about the shooting. The gun talk. Uh, and, you know, we always talk about the deception of the devil in your mind um, and how, like, in the world that we live in, uh, deceptions are everywhere, right? You could be a victim or you could be a savior, but both 
behaviors are the same. They come from the same place. I'm trying to save the women that don't know that they shouldn't kill their babies. Or I'm trying to save the people that don't want to get rid of the guns to help the children. They're not going to take the guns. Like, they can't take the guns because we have the guns to stop them from taking the guns. But they want well, you to think that they're going to take the guns. I don't guns. know for sure if they can't take they're them. They're not going to take the because guns. Because when I think about Hitler, did they take all the guns? Here's the thing, though. So we have, a, we I, have enough guns. I never imagined that we could get to the point we are at in America. I mean, this whole talk about taking guns. What are guns for? And, and gun laws and things like that. What are the guns <laughs> in America I never imagined for? that Americans would even allow that kind of conversation to happen to the point because I, I there are it. a lot of people giving up their guns. The conversation is there. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> so disagree with you there. It's possible. But it's a conversation. And you know what doesn't give up a gun? A conversation. Guns. So what now? You don't lose your gun in a conversation. You have to do an action. Well, I thought you said you didn't think that they were going to they, ever give up all guns. Them. I'll say this. What are guns in America? What is guns there for? What is the Second Amendment there for? Why do we have guns? To fight tyranny. Tyranny is them coming to your door and taking your guns. If you're going to give up the guns when they come to your door, you might as well just sell them now. Yeah, give but them I just now. don't want... Because they're not going to take them. I just don't want the false perception that it's not possible. I don't either. Because when I think about the way things used to be as far as, far as the Second Amendment concerned, it was unheard of. It wasn't even up for discussion. And then over the years, so many people have given up guns, they have buy back guns and all that crap, they can literally convince people today to give up the guns. Those people were never going to stop them from giving up the guns anyways. They should just no, give but them up the now. the point is, it can happen. And I don't want people to think that it cannot happen, but it can happen. It's the same now, thing. Now, the gang members and others are not going to give up their guns. But, but, Jesse, it's they the gotta same thing. they got to kill one another. Jesse, it's the same thing when somebody who lives in California says, the Supreme Court's going to stop my right to abort my kid, when that's not true. They could just go to another state. You want gun laws like they used to be when you were a kid? Move to Arizona. Move to Texas. Move to Florida. Move anywhere. They're not going to take all the guns. And if that's the case, we shouldn't even worry about having them. We should just people should just give them up if they believe that because they're gonna they're not gonna fight Amazing. the tyranny with them. And all, all right, I'm saying, let, and I gotta move on. Though. Let's just one hand behind you. Then I'll come back to you. All right. My thing is just don't fall for the spells. Is all I'm saying. Don't fall for the tricks of Satan. Of like they're gonna take my guns. I gotta worry about my guns. I better get all the guns. They're going to profit off that just like they profit off any other fear. They're going to get something out of you by reacting. And that's the thing I took from your message the most. Yeah. Don't react don't to react, any of it. Don't react, that's for sure. And they want you to react. Same way you shouldn't react. People don't react to the abortion stuff. Don't react to the gun stuff. Yeah. If you ain't going to give up your gun, they're not going to take your gun. They can take everyone else on the block. They're not going to take yours if you don't give it up. That's right what it's on. there for. Thank you. Be certain. That's all. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, yeah. Hitler, Stalin, Saddam—they all took the guns. I couldn't uh, believe it when I used to when I first started hearing about Hitler when I started my show, and the Jew haters would call me up, <laughs> and they didn't believe it. I didn't know a lot about the Hitler and the Jew thing, right? And then I started reading about it, hearing more about it, and the people gave up their guns. And then there were like family members that was telling other family members. If they didn't give up their guns. I'm like, what the? It's hard to believe. But I understand it now that people could be so gullible like that, so weak like that. So it is possible, man, that in America, everybody, not everybody, because the gang members are not going to give up their guns. But the decent people will give up their guns. They will give them up. 
that, unless you become individuals again, you won't give it up. But if you're a group thinker, or you're emotional, or you overreact, like you were saying, you will give up your gun. You will give them up. Believe me. Yes, sir. Yeah, and uh, it's possible because they're taking away the First Amendment. And the Second Amendment, yeah. the second amendment is to protect the First Amendment. That's a, look, how, look how many people are afraid to tell the truth because they have taken away the right to tell the truth now. There's, even men are afraid to tell the truth. Because they have put fear in telling the truth. If you tell the truth, I'm going to take your house away from you. If you tell the truth, you can't be a part of the club anymore. And a lot of people, if you tell the truth, you hate women. You hate the gays. You hate the lesbians. You hate this and that. And people won't tell the truth. So they'll take it away. They will take it away. Yes, sir. Yeah. And so, and just to kind of, with everything, a few weeks ago when you said that the values of Western of of America basically is God, family, country, yeah. freedom. Uh, the reason why they want to like take away even this whole the idea of separation between church and state and taking away God in the school and destroying the family, uh, like he was saying about the shooter not having a father and the broken home, but also the removal of God and the removal of the father. The reason why they want that is because with the removal of those things. We don't have the example of Christ being bullied, yeah. the perception of bullied. Yeah, absolutely. And, when, and so when you don't have those examples as a kid, you overreact to bullying. But yeah. if you have that as a child, you want to be bullied. You're like, oh, if I'm bullied, this is I'm on Christ's path. That's right. And so with those things removed is how we overreact. And um, uh, that's such a good point. And the oh, and the removal of the Second Amendment, all it does is take away rights from people who obey the law. Yeah, <laughs> heroin's been illegal; people still get high. Yeah. So it's it's all you're doing is taking away the right for people who obey. And as soon as the shooting happened, it was like, oh, we need more gun-free zones. All gun-free zones do is tell people, <laughs> bad people who have guns. That no one here has a gun. So I'm going to go here and rule. So it's, yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, both of you said it. Uh, you said something a minute ago that people are would tell on each other to take the guns. Uh, they, they're doing that now. Yeah. You could be told on for your view, you know, and lose your job. As a matter of fact, when the Chinese virus came out, yeah, if you had a party next door to the people who were scared and they had on masks, right? They were scared to hear you over here partying, having a good time. They'll call the cop up. Oh, they're partying next door. Come and get them. So they do do that. They're doing it right now. That's crazy to me. Yeah. But they are doing that. You in can... America, just not over where Hitler lived. It's here. It's right here. <laughs> Yeah. And it's happening. And yeah. Hassan stole all my little talking points. Yeah. Yes, sir. And then I have my question. Uh, just real quick on the Second Amendment thing and basically the country being stolen away. It's like it doesn't happen like at the flip of a switch that right. the country goes away. It happens like piece by piece by piece. And it's like you think you're kind of compromising a policy or. You know, the, I mean, this is why the GOP is basically a clown show because they don't really 
they haven't really done anything to like conserve the country as a party. Um, but it's like if you just look through history at other countries that fell, it, it's it, it's not like people showed up and said, "Hey, your country's done." It's like you you let your country go. Yeah, and you know, it's like in my lifetime, I've seen it go from like zero to sixty in a completely you know weird direction. I can only imagine you know to someone else who's like been alive a lot longer. Um, and because I've been reading some history books about like you know the rise and fall of different empires, and it's like you kind of start to see a pattern that it's like people sort of give up their country. It's it's very yeah. very seldom that a country's taken. You give up the country, versus you know you get either complacent. It's like that that meme, you know, weak weak men create hard time, whatever it is. So it's like you sort of give up your country in the same way Australia gave up their guns after one shooting, you know. Uh, New Zealand did the same thing. All, all a bunch of other countries did the same thing. So it's like, you know, yes, Hitler was voted into power, but it's like you can say that the German people gave up their country at that time. They did. So it's so just something to consider. This, and I know what you mean when you say they're not going to give up, but it can happen. Believe me, it has. It happened. What? Rome didn't Rome used to be nice. Yeah. It where's Rome now? I'm not saying. So it, right, it could truly happen. Yes, sir. Right in front of you here. And then I got my question. I have my question. Oh. Uh, you were talking about earlier the uh, we- weapons, the arms. It's not about the arms. What about the munitions? The ammunition. You know, take it out away, too. <laughs> you know, if you can't get ammunition, then what good's the weapon for? I mean, you just flaunt right. it and, and, you know, scare people. But if there's no ammunition in it, you know, what's. What's the point of having it, right? And then they tell you if you do get ammunition, they want you to buy this box um, and lock it up. Well, here in California, in bed somewhere. <laughs> and they so someone break into your house. Oh, hold on, Mister Criminal! Yeah. I gotta go and get the key to the lock because you're gonna be too nervous to remember the combination, right? Uh, I gotta get the key to the lock so I can load up my gun and shoot you. Yeah. Well, they pass a law here in, that. in California where you have to present an ID. And, and, you know, register to, to buy ammunition for whatever caliber, you know, so, but how are criminals still getting their hands on ammunition? You know, I mean, yeah. Somebody's selling it to them, right? I mean, yeah. somebody's doing it under the table, you know, I mean, so. It's only going to be the, the people who are not breaking the law that's going to give up their guns, yeah. not the lawbreakers. Yeah, so sure. why punish the good people for the actions of the bad? You know, like, it doesn't make any sense, you yeah. know? They didn't yeah. want control. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Right here. Um, I'm kind of on the top of like, like kind of he said about like the ammunitions. Like, if you take away the guns, a gun is just a vessel to fire the ammunition. Can't like you see people making PVC shotguns and stuff, and it, them actually shooting like shotgun shells out of the PVC shotguns. <laughs> so you could just make homemade weapons, yeah. but still have the ammunition. Yeah, but if you get rid of the ammunition, like what he said, and no more stuff. Make sure and, you run for president. Okay, sounds good. We need you. Okay, and All then right. uh, and then also on the thing on the topic about COVID, like like I've caught COVID. I don't get why they are so like, oh my gosh, COVID is such a big thing. Like, oh no, it's the next black plague or something. Like, yeah, like it's it's not that this is not that big of a deal. It just feels like an overrated flu. It's like it's like if I don't know, it just. It's what just, a mess, huh? It's, it's, it's a flu, but with a sore throat added onto it. That's, yeah. that's it. That's right. And uh, <laughs> I'm I, like, hey, I got to move. Okay. 
Oh, okay. Because of time. Okay. The young lady in the back, my friend in the back, okay. I got to ask her how does she feel about this. How old are you now? I'm 11. 11. So you heard about the shooting in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. And when you heard about it, how did you feel about it? What did you think about it? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's sad for the kids and, like, the shooter is kind of crazy. But I didn't really feel anything about it. Wow, nice. Yeah, it's a crazy thing, but mm-hmm. it wasn't you. Yeah. Good. Did you talk to your father and mother about it? No. See, that's not even that important to talk to your parents. I, same way here. You need to go to your parents about everything, right? Yeah. Nice. How's you, how your father doing? Did he talk to his mother yet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Tell him I said go and talk to his mother. <laughs> All right? And don't be mad at him, all right? Don't, don't let him irritate you. Okay. All right? He can't help it. He love you. All right? Okay. Okay. My biblical, uh, not a biblical question, but I have a question. And this is about getting to know yourself. I do want to tell you as a witness, the best thing that you can do for you, each individual, is to know thyself. Know yourself is not a joke. But it's a, an amazing thing. And it takes a while to really just kind of know, no, no, no. And you will get to a point, well, I'll tell you that in a minute. But to know thyself, I don't care what happens, what happened along the road, you stay on that path, you stay on that straight and narrow path and know yourself, you'll be surprised what you find out. You will be surprised. So I want to know uh, what state are you living in? A natural state or an unnatural state? A natural state or an unnatural state? What state are you living in right now? And since all you didn't feel anything about the shooting, (laughs) you should know. Um, What state are you living in? Have you ever thought about that? What state am I living in? No? Are you living in an unnatural state or a natural state? I'd say a natural state. And, and what is a natural state for you? Um, for me, it's just to be, simply. It's just to um, let things happen and just to um, watch myself. Because I, I, when I observe the things that have happened in my life and things that I've gone through, I notice that things are just falling off. I'm just seeing things on a daily basis as they happen and um, I'm noticing changes about myself every day constantly and it's not me and it's things that I can see clearly it's things that I know for myself to be true and it's just it just is and I'm not doing anything so I feel like things are just naturally happening have you have you ever lived in an unnatural state oh yeah and what was that chaos mess a mess yeah oh okay amazing Right here. Are you living are you living in a natural state? Did I see your hand? Yeah. A natural state or an unnatural state of being? I think I live in an unnatural state. And what's that? I think it's just um I mean I have a glimpse of natural state meaning I'm aware at times, but then I live in my head a lot. So I'm not living in reality. And why not live in reality? Um why don't you do it? That's I don't I, I still don't know why I don't know why because I want to have like the 
the desire to be with God, to be present, to not be in my head. I have, like, I want that so much, but I find myself, like, back into that unnatural state. And so have you, before I asked the question, have you thought, you know what, I'm living in an unnatural state. Maybe not those words exactly, but I do know there's something, I'm not quite in reality. I'm not living in reality. I get in my head, I get caught up in my thoughts, I, um, you know, a lot of self-judgment, a lot of judgment on the world, and so I see, I see that in Amazing. myself. How about you? Natural state of being or unnatural state? Natural. A natural state. Yes. And what is the natural state for you? Um, logic, um, just living uh, and being an example for my family. And what would be the unnatural state? Uh, a mess, just, you know, <laughs> thoughts, uh, things that aren't godly. Amazing. Yeah. Had you thought about that before today? No. No. No, never. A- and why not? Um, never, never crossed my mind. Oh, okay. This hasn't thought of it. Yeah. All right. So. Yes, sir. Mr. President. <laughs> okay. Um, Are you living I, in an unnatural state or a natural state? Hmm, I think we're living in an unnatural state because... You're living in an unnatural state? Unnatural. Because uh, the reason is because your spiritual, like your spiritual soul inside is your natural form because that's how you originally were until you're placed into this fleshy bag of bone and whatever vessel thing. <laughs> and then, um. How old are you? <laughs> 13. Who boy is you? What? Who is your daddy? Oh, that's your daddy? Yeah. Who is your mama? Oh, uh, uh, really? Yeah. It, and you the, so you're the oldest child in the family? No, uh, I'm actually technically the middle child. Technically. No, not really like, um, it's like below the middle child, but not the youngest. Oh, he's... Yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm, that, I'm in between, I'm in between. You're like the, oh, you're like, you're the knee baby. <laughs> Do you know what a knee baby is? No, not really, Do you I'm know dumb. what a knee baby is? I think so. What's a knee baby? Right above the last child. Yes. Uh-huh. The child that above the last child oh, yeah, is yeah. the knee baby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, and That's then, how they call it that. Oh, I'm the knee baby. <laughs> that means you're the right the one just before the last child born. And, and then also, like, <laughs> also, uh, the reason we're in a natural, a unnatural state is because, uh, or another reason is because, uh, not all, not all, not all, but most people are angry. That's right. So you're not <laughs> technically in a natural form, so. What an alpha male, huh? Make sure you run for president. Okay, well. All right. Uh, you want to clear up something? Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, are we in? All right, yeah. So I guess the thing I want to clear up is um, I agree with you that people, we agree that people will give up their guns. I agree. What I'm saying is they're not going to take your guns, and to think they are, is the same type of trick the devil plays on anyone when you get in your head and you think that evil or the devil has anything of well, force. It's not true, though. Hold on. They are taking them. It's not like a. I'm surprised that they are taking them, right? Because when I was growing up, uh, when we turned 15, boys to get their rifle, right? And, you used and to I used to get the rifle at 15, went out and shot up everything. I know. And I never imagined that. We never had to register the gun. We had tons of guns at home. 
And you could ride around in the truck with your gun. Can you imagine that? And you never needed a license. You never mm-hmm. needed to be trained. You never needed to hide your bullets. Sounds like going to Arizona. And, and then uh, when you were done with the gun at night, you leave it right at the door. You know, I get all of that. What an amazing way to live, huh? I, I, I don't want and to so, get stuck on this. I just want to say so one you thing. Never imagine, let me just make this point. Yeah. So you know that it can happen. I used to think the same thing, <laughs> that it couldn't happen. It couldn't happen, but it can happen. <laughs> Look where we are today about the Second Amendment. Can I ask you a I question mean, then? so many people giving it up already. Does the devil have force? What? Can the devil force you to do something? What that have to do with the gun, though? The guns, the, where in the world, where in your message, where in anything you've ever, we've done here in fellowship, is force part of the type of things when you get in your head. But they're not forcing yourself, people Jesse, to do Jesse, with all due respect, you're convincing yourself in your head that there's a what if in the future where somebody can force everyone to give up their guns. And what I'm saying is people will give them up, but that is not the same as them being taken by force. That let, is a let trick. Let me do it because of time. Let me ask you a lady next to you. Do you know what you're talking about? She know you better she, she than all gonna, of us. She's going to speak for me now? No, no, no. I'm asking her if she understands what you're saying. Yes, I understand. What are you saying? He's saying that the devil can't force anyone to do anything. You make a choice. But that's not true. The people are not even, they're being seduced in doing it without right, realizing. But, but they're being convinced by the devil to do it, to take action by giving it away. And who are the devil? Who is the devil? Satan. You mean like Satan within themselves? Right, like in So your do head. you believe that the guns cannot be taken away too? I don't think so. I mean, we don't live in a communist country. Hitler took the guns, but that was a communist country. But at the time, they didn't know it was a communist country. But it's also a lot smaller than America. What? It's a lot smaller, easier to control. Oh, when Hitler did it? Yeah, Germany's much oh, smaller. Oh, it was smaller. Germany was smaller yeah. than America. And so that's why you don't believe the guns can be taken I away? Don't, I don't really know. I mean, I don't think about the future. I just know that, like, no one's going right to force me to give away my gun. But that's because you're an individual now. You know better. Right. But before you woke up, you would have given away your gun. No, not necessarily. Really? We're doing what is now. Amazing. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> People don't realize uh, how far people have fallen. Um, when I was going to school, I remember going to the library, looking in the yearbooks, and the kids, these are junior high school and high school kids, used to come to school with rifles. The Do teachers that. and parents used to, yeah. were in the, when they, where they were in the war, and they were used to shooting, and they had guns. So the kids would walk to school with their hunting rifles and their, their target rifles to school, and the instructors would teach them how to shoot their rifles properly, how to shoot guns. Yeah, I want to spend a lot of time on this because I'm looking at the clock here. I want to get to more important stuff. Um, do you, uh, what state of being do you live in? A natural state or unnatural? Unnatural. A, a natural state? And what is that? To be real honest, um, I have, I'm moody. <laughs> you what? Moody. You're moody. Angry, and so that's a natural agitated. state for you? No, it's an unnatural. Oh, unnatural state. Okay. And why are you moody? I don't know. Oh, okay. And what else? Um, just agitated a lot. Um, angry. Yeah. So. Do you listen to the show? I do. And have you heard me say how to overcome that? Yes. And 
What's one of the thing, the primary thing you have to do? Um, do the silent prayer and then or, or forgive your and, mom and dad. And why have you done that? Mm. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. I, I have done the silent prayer, and, but I need to do it every day and every night. But you can pray until the cows come home. But if you don't go and forgive, you can't enter into the kingdom. Right. So you don't have the help inside to overcome all the unnatural state. I just, I kind of feel like I don't know how to do that. Do what? Forgive. Um, you don't know how to go and forgive your parents? No. Have you heard me say how to do it? You just go and do it. Right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll do it. But why have you, are you afraid I feel, to? I feel like I have, but then things come up to where I'm still just agitated, angry. So you feel like you've gone to your parents and forgiven them? Um, yeah. But you haven't gone to them and forgiven them? No. What the? I know. <laughs> How do you feel that you've done something you haven't done? Well, because we've had our talks, you know, and... My mom has apologized, and I've forgiven her. And but, but did it just you tell I'm sorry for resenting you? No, I tell her it's okay. It's not I forgive okay. you. <laughs> I know. Don't. I know. What okay. the? I know. Yeah, you are in an unnatural state. Yeah. Being. And so what does your husband say about you not doing it? <laughs> he says a lot of stuff, but um, he says I need to do it. Do you want to be free? Do you want to come out of that unnatural state? Yes. And then that's the only way out, though. Okay. Well, then I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do it? Huh? Are you you yes. going to do it? Yes. Are you afraid to hurt their feelings, though, you think? Um, I'm, a, I'm afraid that I'm going to be very emotional, and I don't want to break down crying but and all that do, stuff. But if you do, it'll pass. Let it pass. Let it happen. Okay. And don't try to control it, and you'll get past it. Okay. That's not a reason not to do it. You're right. All right? Plus, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen until you do it. Exactly. Okay. All right? I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me tell you, unnatural state. Anyone that has anger, unnatural state. Anybody that has one iota of anger, unnatural state. Anyone that lives in their imagination, Unnatural state. Anyone that overreacts to situations, unnatural states. Anyone that judges themselves and other people, unnatural state. Anyone that cannot be alone, cannot be alone and be at total peace, unnatural state. Anyone that, instead of praying for your brother or your sister, gossip about them or listen to rumors or rumor, I put room, unnatural state. Um, anyone that worry about tomorrow, what you're going to have or what you don't have or what someone has or what you don't have, unnatural state of being. Anyone that is depressed or lonely or sad or feeling somebody else's pain, unnatural state. Anyone that listen to the intellect at all, unnatural state. The intellect is your enemy. <clears throat> anyone that holds on to the truth, you can hear the truth, 
And if you try to hold on to it, rather than let it go in one ear or out the other one, unnatural state. You should always leave your glass empty. Never, ever hold on to wisdom. Never hold on to anything. Anyone that doesn't realize of themselves they know nothing and, and is nothing is unnatural state. Anyone, and I'm learning this myself, so I'm telling you what stands still helps you to discover, right? Anyone that holds on to any ideas about anything, even about God, is an unnatural state. Anyone that pretend that they are tough when they're really weak, unnatural state. Oh, I don't overreact. I just do this. Anyone that talk about I, 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 believing that the, the ego you is you is an unnatural state. You are not the thoughts and you are not the feelings at all. But when you identify to them with them by overreacting to them, you're in an unnatural state of being. There is no you. And there, you, you have no idea about God at all. Everything you've been taught about God is holding you back. It put you into an unnatural state of being. You really have no idea about God. And that's why no one gets along because everybody have these ideas about things. Everybody have their ideas about morality and about how someone else should act and how you should act. And you're trying to be this thing that you're never going to be. Because it's not you. It's not you at all. You're trying to be something that's not you. You are not your ego and you're not going to make it work. Anyone that's trying to make themselves overcome the fallen state, you're in an unnatural state. Because you can't do anything of yourself. Anyone who thinks that they have a reputation or that they're wonderful, you're in an unnatural state of being. All those things are unnatural. If you just can't live in the moment without any opinion, you're in an unnatural state of being. And that's why everybody's suffering. They don't want to let go and let be. Just be. It's the hardest thing in the world for the average person to do is to just be, and especially to be alone, because they can't handle the re, re, uh, reaction of the ego. They, they think that the ego is them, and so they can't handle the downtime. They can't handle that alone time. That's why you try. I know people who get married. As a matter of fact, I just had someone, and they probably watching right now. <laughs> they, how, I don't know how you feel about this, but I... I'm never going to be all by myself. I'm going to get married. And they older the dirt already, right? I'm like, why do you want to get married? I just don't want to be alone. I'm like, don't you see that that's a problem? Because I know so many people who get married because they don't want to be alone. And once they get married, they can't hell. And there's just two devils fighting now, and they're still alone. You can't, anyone that put anything before God before the truth is, is in an unnatural state of being. Anything. All thoughts are all, all thoughts are all lies all the time. I can't even tell you the depths of how all thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. There's no truth in thoughts. And, 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 and the darkness hate the light. And the darkness does not understand the light. 
But the light understand the darkness and the light overcome the darkness and you have nothing to do with it. The sooner you realize that, you'll be free. But as, as uh, someone was saying, the hardest thing in the world to realize that the thoughts are lying. Because just think about the thought. When you think it, and it's not even you thinking it, you feel it. And you want to say, oh, I'm free, I'm free. I'm observing, right? But then at the same time, you want to cry because it's so painful. It, it just feels like you. It just sounds like you. You've been convinced. But the only thing you've been convinced of is a lie. It's not you. That's why you have to let it die. Everything you're doing is wrong. Everything I've done up to this point is wrong. We are not in charge of anything. We really are not. And we can have perfect peace right here on earth. But we got to be of love first. We must forgive so we can get the power of love to fight the darkness. We can't fight the darkness. We cannot fight it at all. You, got, you might as well give up and let it happen because you're fighting the unnatural state of being and you won't be natural. You will never be that logical. God wants us to be free. He sent his son so we can be free right here on earth. You can have hell on earth or you can have paradise on earth. It's up to you. But you got to let go. And stop following the crowd. Go from person to person, right? You're just agreeing with devils. You're just going from devil to devil to devil, never willing to stand alone and overcome by yourself. And men, I ain't never seen no men like this before. Every man might wear well dress. Mm. Might wear gump, put on the dress. You're supposed to be taking stuff, man. You're supposed to be tough. And like we were talking about the uh, bully thing, don't you let that be a part of your vocabulary. You know the if point is the Lord's prayer, right? It's a man. It's everything. If you can just allow yourself to go through it for the men and the women and just overcome and never complain, you'll be fine. If you never complain. Because there's nothing anyone can do about it anyway. If they have not pointed you back to the Father, there's nothing they can do about it. It's a waste of men telling their vices and crying on other people's shoulders. I can just like a woman. Look like the last son was saying, hey, no, you act like a girl right now. Men, read, read the, the poem or something. <laughs> even as a kid, we were not allowed to even come home talking about somebody bullying me. I don't even think that word existed then. And that's what the intellect does. The intellect make up words. All these words that these people are coming up with. They are intellectual words that are straight out of hell, and they don't help you at all. They just make more words up, make more words and more bullying and, and abuse and all this stuff they come up with, right? Racism and sexism, they're just words. And to intellect cannot understand the things of God. So don't even try to intellectually understand the things of God. It cannot understand it. The intellect is of the devil. And knowing is of God. You can know the truth. But you gotta let the you gotta let the ego go. You gotta let it go through where they gotta go through. Cause it's not you. Whatever folks think about it, whatever they call it, fine. That's good for you. So you can see where you how attached you are to the ego. What a mess, huh? 
you could, that's right. You can literally, literally, right over here, Chris, you can literally be free right here, right now. Or, or you can live a hell of a life. You can live in hell. Fear and doubt and worry and jealousy and strife and comparison and all kind of stuff. Yes. I had a question. Is, when you say know thyself, is that knowing our ego? Yes. So That's we don't a good have question. a self. We have an ego. What you know, when I say know yourself, what you really discover is the not you. That's a good point. Because you don't know the you, but the real you, which is not you, would be made clear to you. But right now you have no idea who the real you is. But what you will discover and overcome is the not you. Good point. And then I was trying to ex- explain something to my son about um, just that we don't, we're not of, like the things we're not. Um, how do you say it? like it's it's I was trying to explain to him that it's not us, you know, that that we don't do it. But it's hard to explain that. For example, son. <laughs> Sorry, I went home. Son, for example, let's say you were dating, and you're not old enough to date yet, but let's say you were dating, and then your girlfriend, you told your girlfriend the truth about something. You know what? You need to do your homework. I'm not calling you tonight. You know, you don't love me. Call me, call me, right? You say, no, I'm not calling. I'm going to break up with you. And when she said, I'm going to break up, and now you feel afraid or you don't want to be without her, she's really doing you a favor by saying that so you can see your reaction because that reaction that you have is not you. You made that person your God, and you want that person, need that person too badly. And so she's allowing you to see it. And so rather than calling her, let the not you go through that so you can be over that, and no one can ever do that to you again. And then you shall be free. And so when you date, whether it's a boy or a girl, and you're dating and someone want to break up, okay, bye. Because you wouldn't be attached to the person. But it's the not you that is attached to the person, but you think the not you is you. So, and I've been through that. Y'all heard my story, drive by the dock on the bay, when a girl would break up with me like I lost my soul. And like Joe Biden said about the dead people, it felt like I lost my soul. Or something like that, right? But, but if you overcome the not you, you can take it or leave it. If your woman want to Break up, okay, bye, leave the kids here, bye to you, gone. Or if you take the kids, okay, you can have the kids. You know what I'm saying? Because you are not attached to anybody or anything. So the not you is the person that worry or get lonely or get afraid or feel like you got to have something or someone. That's the not you. And so you're right, you're discovering the not you. If you think that you have a, oh, I'm so, I'm a good actress or actor, right? You know that woman, Kanye, Kanye, S-Y? Kim Kardashian, I think her name is. Yeah. What a slut, huh? <laughs> that woman's so scared and so lost. And so all, that whole family of women, they're lost. They are miserable. And if you take one attention away from them, they'll go nuts. The reality was set in. They will feel empty. They will feel like nothing. They will feel like lost. That's why they got to... I'm surprised they didn't cut their arms off yet. But they got to keep that attention on the ego so they can not face, not see that they're nothing. And so be glad that you're not rich yet because, and famous because a lot of people hide behind that and they do everything they can to keep it going. It's like drinking alcohol or smoking 
a joint. In order to keep from facing reality of the not you, you got to stay high. One joint ain't going to do it. One drink ain't going to do it. You got to forget that you're not you. So it is knowing you is knowing the not you. And you're not all this mess. You're not fear. You're not in need. You're not lonely. You're not depressed. You're not bullied. You're not any of those things, but you got to see that so you can overcome that. That makes sense? Anybody disagree with that? Oh, you do? Okay, I'll come back to you in a minute. Yes. That makes sense? Yes. It, it does make sense. Yeah. Well, it, You got you yeah. can't, you got to see it for yourself. And absolutely, you got to see it for yourself. That's why you must be willing to be alone. That's why you must be willing to have that quiet downtime. That that when you're not distracted by anybody or anything, you know, like every holiday come, you feel like you got to go to grandma's house <laughs> because if you don't go to grandma's house, they're gonna talk about you. Grandma gonna think you didn't love her. I'm a bad person because I didn't go to grandma or I didn't call her up for her birthday. All that is the not you. It's the not you. It's the not you. And so when you get over knowing the not you, the you will be there. But the you is nothing like you can imagine. Really. It's my blowing. So yeah, it's not you. And I was gonna say, I think the the it's just it's so hard to see that. Like I think I mentioned it before. It's like saran wrap, where it's you know it's on you and you you can't yeah. see it on yeah. you. You you know, so it's hard to like separate yourself from it because it's so attached to you. So it, I think that's why some people can see it and some people can't because it's so hard to see. It is hard to see because they're looking. They're looking for the wrong thing. They're not looking at the not you. And, and, and human beings have been made to believe that the not you is the you, right? So you grow up thinking that. That's all you know because you forget that it's not you. As little kids, you know it's not you. But as you get older, the ego grows. So you start to identify with it. And you forget that this is really not me. Because it's so, for the ego to die, it's so painful. It's so painful. It's so painful. It's so painful, right? But you're not feeling any pain at all. But because you identify with this thing as pain to you, you think that it's pain. It's not. And if you knew it wasn't pain, you'd be willing to go through it. And the sooner you're willing to go through it, the sooner you get over it. So stop identifying with these things. You're not a lesbian. You're not a, a homosexual. You're not a drug addict. You're not a sex dealer. You're not an uh, alcoholic. You're, not, you're none of those things. But if you call yourself those things, you will believe it and you become those things. But that's, what the, that's the setup from the world. The world has all these clubs and organizations so you can come. My name is John Doe and I'm an alcoholic. You're going to be an alcoholic the rest of your life. But if you went there knowing that that's not you, then eventually you'll the real you will pull away from that because you're not identified with it. Even if you're rich or even if you're poor, don't call yourself rich or poor. Because if you call yourself poor, 
You're going to feel good about being poor by feeling sorry for yourself. And that's all ego. That's ego. If you're rich and you identify as being rich, you're going to feel good by feeling being rich. So now you're rich. And if you lose a dime, now you're poor and you're up and down. If you got a little money, you just got a little money. That's not who you are. If you have a degree, you have a little degree. It just tells what type of work you do, but that's not who you are. Because if they took your little degree away from you, or they don't call you Dr. Joe, you mad because they're not identifying with your degree. Because that's not who you are. You understand that? So stop naming and claiming these things as you. The world made you do that because the world is of the devil. And it made you identify with everything but God. Whatever you identify with, whatever you call yourself, is what you will become. Ain't that deep? That's what what I'm telling you as a witness. Stay on that straight and narrow path. No matter how bumpy the road gets, no matter what you lose, you never had it anyway. Be glad it's gone. Okay, I got to do this because of time. Yeah, I was going to just say one more thing about, um, I think trauma, whenever we have trauma, like that's what kind of grows our ego even more. And I think when we don't overreact to things, then our ego doesn't grow as fast. Very good point again. And it's not the trauma that made you overreact, I mean, that made you grow into it. It's your overreaction to the trauma. If you resent, if you become angry at it, then you grow in it. But I guarantee you, if you don't overreact to it, it won't touch you. If you notice when people want to control you, what do they do? They're nice to you or they, they'll call you names. They're nice to you. Either way, they're trying to control you. They're trying to control you, right? But if, you, if you're not moved either way, you cannot be controlled. You cannot. Think about it. I want you to watch that. When people want you to control you, they're nice. You're my friend. I love you. You got the money? <laughs> as soon as you get happy about the friend, right? And as soon as the friend or the wife or the husband can't get what they want, you become an enemy. I don't like you. you always at work. I'm going to find somebody that's going to stay home and be with me. What kind of wife needs a husband to be home all the time? You know you're weak. He's not paying me any attention. Why not? He's at work. Where's he supposed to be? <laughs> At home under you? Man, so just know you make a good point. You're looking at the not you. And then you start to remember the you. And remembering you is nothing like what you can imagine. All right? You're looking at the not you. You're overcoming. You're coming back to the Father. You've been turned away from the Father. You've been out there in the world. You picked up all this stuff to try to make yourself feel better hating yourself, judging yourself, and all kind of stuff, right? Trying to feel better. You're letting that go. And you're coming back home to the Father. So stop judging yourself. It's not even you judging yourself. It's a not you making a not you judge the not you. <laughs> what a mess, huh? <laughs> Amazing. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> What is an ego? Uh, it's anyone that get angry or get real happy and then get mad or feel lonely or feel sad 
or that kind of stuff. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. And just learn to let things pass. Nothing's important. Okay. You can take it or leave it. How old are you now? Um, I'm eight, nearly nine. You're August. eight? You're what now? I'm eight right now. Amazing. Turn nine on August. Nice. First off. Good. Oh, let me, let me take here and then I'll take here. And then I'll let you have the last word. Uh, oh, right here first. He'll be waiting for a while. I was just then I got to ask you the biblical question. It's not like I got to it already, right? Yes. So we find peace uh, with God or, or we follow the silent prayer, but the system still controls us. It won't once you find, once you overcome deny you, you cannot be uh, controlled by the system. You can't be controlled by anybody or anything of this world. Well, I mean... The system's still out there. It's here. It's 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 everywhere. It's right. it's right. We breathe it. We we see you'll it. You'll be in the world, but not of it. I'm telling you, man. You'll be in this world, but not of it. You will not be controlled by anything. People are freaking out over the economy right now, right? And they're like, "Oh, I can't buy no gas. Oh, I can't buy no baby." That's a good thing, huh? That's a good thing. Well, if they can't afford gas, they can't make uh, air pollution anymore. Oh, it's Lord. more difficult. Okay. But my point is, the, the people are freaking out. I can't buy gas. I can't buy food. I can't feed my baby formula. And uh, if you're overcoming the world, you'll look at that, and you not without even trying, it won't bother you what happened in but the we, world. We should you have would, our own food. You we, would buy, not, we, should, we buy the system's food. Why couldn't we have our own food? You can. You can have your own food. Well, can't we have our own clean air, too? Whatever. Clean air. Become the president and make the air clean. Do Thanks, something about Jesse. it. You know what I mean? Run for office. I don't know how to do that. Yes, sir. And the black hat. And then I got to ask my biblical question, and then we're out of here. Yes. Uh, you said that uh, we shouldn't worry about losing. I want, hold that thought. Something just occurred. I want you to know, as children of God, when we come back to the Father, he said be in the world and not of it. He meant that. He would take care of us. Once you let go of the not you, You'll be in the world, and all these crazy things will be happening around you, but you will not be moved by it. Without trying not to be moved by it, there will be nothing in you that would be moved by it. You would know that the Father got you without even thinking about knowing that you're okay. You just, you know how you worry? And you worry, you worry. You're going to naturally not worry without even thinking about not worrying. It just won't be a part of you. You won't go around thinking, oh, I'm not worried. <laughs> right? You wouldn't be on that kind of ego trip. You just be. Knowing that. But you won't even know that you know or think about the Father got me. It just, you would just be. You, just, you wouldn't be into thinking. As a matter of fact, you only need thinking for, you need practical thinking for physical things. Like food and put some gas in your car and. Blah blah blah, yes, but problem. you're gonna. <laughs> you what the? Right, hold on. You're going to. Oh, you're going to eventually live your life without thinking. You have. You will have. 
You have logical thinking, practical thinking, but you wouldn't be thinking about anything else. Because it would be, it would return to the Adam and, and God relationship where they, Adam knew without having words what his father wanted. He was one with his father. They never had words to talk to each other, right? You got to go back to that and all this thinking stuff would disappear. It will disappear. But you got to be serious about you. You got to stay on that narrow path and, and be still and watch. You got to be willing to let the ego die. And family members and others are not going to like you for it. Wish them well. Mm-hmm. Wish them well. Don't join them. Just wish them well. Yes, sir. That makes sense. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you mentioned earlier that we shouldn't worry about losing anything in this world, right? But you can't make yourself not do that. You have to grow away from that. The not you have to do that because you can try to make yourself not worry, and inside you're tormented. Mm-hmm. But you try to let other people think, oh, I'm not worried. Mm. Or try to convince well, yourself. I mean, uh, speaking about the shooting and the children that were killed, uh, I can imagine everyone in this room with children, if that would have happened to them, they would be completely devastated. But how do you know, though? I mean, how do I know? I mean, it's obvious. It's common sense. But suppose you have grown away from that, and then you, you, you would be sad about it, of course, your you, kid there, yeah. but you would be devastated. Devastated to lose my kid? Like, right. I mean, why would you be devastated by that? That's my child. But why would you personally be devastated? The child—it's the child gone, but you're still alive. Why would you be devastated? But the child is a potential, uh, you know, a potential human being that would that can make a difference in this world, you know. And then it was. But what they had to do with you? Taken though? away by some crazy lunatic. You but know? what would they have to do with you? And you don't know that the child can also grow up and go to another school and kill. Well, yeah, so we shouldn't worry about kids getting killed then? <laughs> no, you should detach yourself from identifying with anything. And you can't even make yourself do that. But you can't even identify with your children. Look at the mothers who identify with the children. They're killing the children. They're taking life from the children because they have identified with the children. The children belong to God. They don't belong to us, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's only that not you trying to get an identity from your child. And, and as a result of that, even when your child 90 years old and you're 190, you still want to live with your child. <laughs> yeah. You got to take care of mama because the mother have gotten an identity. Oh, that's my baby. And it's going to always be my baby. It could be 120 years old. That's my baby. And the child suffering for that. Because they, they feel guilty if they break away from mama. You shouldn't have to break away from mama. When I left home at 18, my grandparents didn't call me. My parents didn't call Where you at? <laughs> How you doing today? They don't call every day. And when I went home to visit, I saw them a little bit, but I'm out trying to have fun, meet my friends. I ain't hanging out with mama, even as an adult, because I wasn't attached to them like that. And they weren't attached to me that way. So that's why you'd be devastated because I feel like you're losing your life because you're getting your life from the kid rather than from God. So everyone in here wouldn't care if their children. If well, their I don't know died, about that, but I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you the reality yeah. of, of where it should it's, be. We shouldn't live in what ifs, right? But right. I mean, I don't have any kids, but if that would have happened to me, like, oh man, I would be, oh man, my kid. But uh, but I wouldn't blame. I wouldn't blame the guns. I wouldn't blame. 
the government, it would, I would blame that person, that specific person who did it, you know. But we need good guys with guns. You to make stop an interesting point about that, and then mm-hmm. I got it in. Yeah. Number one, when the, when that boy went into the school and mm-hmm. shot up the kid, he didn't shoot up you. He didn't shoot up your kids, right? Well, Why is everybody identified, not everybody, they identify with it as though it happened to them. It didn't happen to you. You wish those people well, and that's your prayer. Wish them well, right? But then don't be, oh. Well, yeah, oh, no, I'm, I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is like, I can kind of identify, like, well, I can kind of feel what they might be going through. You're like, well, uh, how you feel what they're going know? through? It. You're not there. You're not I'm in not their, there. How yeah, you feel but, it? How do you know what they feel? No. How do you know what they feel? Well, I don't because I don't have any kids. I didn't lose a child. You're in imagination. Yeah. Yeah. And the devil tell you, oh, Lord, feel something. They feel so bad. You need <laughs> to feel it, too. And then yeah. you die. They don't care about you. Yeah. And you took on so somebody else's So we shouldn't care about anybody then, right? <laughs> you should love, and that's it. Right. Because love is a non-detachment, the real love. So I got a, the biblical question. I know everybody wants to. I know. But I'm just so out of time. And I really want to get to the biblical question. And I want you to respond since you haven't said anything. The biblical question is, do you dance to your own music? Do you dance to your... Let me see the hands of the people who dance to their own music. Who said what that means? Okay. Okay. Do you dance to your own music? Occasionally. And what does that mean to dance to your own music? Um... I listen to thoughts. Um, sometimes I like put too much thought into things, but then I recognize it, and then I'll just let it go. And that's what it means to dance to your own music. We let go. No, that's when I'm not dancing to my own music. Oh, I okay. Believe. I believe when I'm listening to the thoughts is when I'm dancing to my own music. Okay. Um, this your first time here, too? Yes, sir. Uh, what's your name? Herman. Herman. Yes. Amazing. You smoke pot? Uh, yes. What the? How'd you know? <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> you said no now? You said yes, no? Uh, no, how do you know? No, oh, how, how do, do you oh. know? How did you know? To have a name Herman, you have to smoke pot. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> no, I'm messing with you. I don't know. You just look like you smoke pot. Man, that's not a good thing. I <laughs> know. Well, not a bad thing. Either. I'm trying to quit. But that's another thing, folks. There's not. That's another thing. Stop calling things good and bad. Don't call yourself good. Do not call yourself bad. You put a title on yourself when you do that. It's enough to see, but put no titles to it. Stop putting titles to yourself. That makes sense a little bit. You you have life and death is in the power of the tongue. And when you call yourself good, when you call yourself bad, that's what you become in your own mind. But not in reality. All right? So cut that out too. So smoking part is neither good nor bad. Okay. All right? Yes. Um, how did you hear about us? One day my brother was... Um watching YouTube, and I happened to hear some of your words in the background, and um, I asked him about you, and he was like, well, this guy's all right. I don't really believe everything he says. And I said, but I, what I heard, I, it, just, it just snapped 
And I said, no, I want his, his um, who he is and his, you know, his channel, everything. And uh, so I got it from him that day. And ever since, I've just been addicted. I listen to you every day as much as I can. Um, I'll pause you and go to work or do whatever I have to do. And then afterwards, I'll go home and watch you. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yes, sir. Stay with it. Stay with it. I've been doing it for 33 years now, nonstop. Thank God. Man, that, thank God that I ran into you because I was a mess. Yeah, I was, I me was too, a mess. man. Absolutely. We've been married for 15 years, and it it's, it's been mess. just like you said. <laughs> 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 but it's it's been a lot better, and you know it's coming around. And well, you know, don't and, relax. Huh? It takes no, I know, years. I know. It takes I, 15 I know years for the woman to come around. Oh, it's been 15 so far. So <laughs> we're we're close. Right on. Hopefully, you know, everything's... Are, are you doing the prayer too? Uh, oh, no. Lord. We'll add another 50 years. <laughs> I well, with him one time. I'm trying to get, you know, get her on the, you know, on board. She she does listen and she does take, a, uh, you know, a lot of it to heart. But I think sometimes when you talk about the woman and the evil spirit, you know, it tends to steer her in a different direction. Oh, um, because it, it I don't think she understands the curse and what, you know, how Satan really works right. and what, you know, how he works through us and what he makes us do to ourselves out of, you know, in the name of Jesus, like you said, you yeah. know. Um, and, uh, but she understands it. She's just not ready to admit it. She's she's getting there. I, because, I hope that, you know, I'm just, I'm being patient, like you right say. I, I try not, before I used to judge her, you know, we used to get in big arguments. I used to call her names and stuff like that. I like a lot of that is just completely took a different turn. Nice. Um, because I've been implementing what you said. I went and forgave my mother. I went and forgave my father. Just before he died, I, we got to we got to build a car together. So we were able to talk and right really, on. you know, get. To, I really got to know my dad during that time. And when he passed, I just watched everybody go nuts and scream and. You know the lies at the vigil and everything else, and and it didn't affect me the same. And I can see that, and I, it just like it was weird. But at the same time, I was grateful for it. Right on. Seeing it is what changed it. Yes, when you absolutely. see this, not you in this body, and just know it's not you. Seeing it, do you understand that? Just seeing it make the change. There's nothing you can or should do. Seeing this, the not you change the not you, because that's the light of God. Shining on it, not you, and he will change it. There's nothing we can do about it. And I so that's to, why you should stop judging yourself, call yourself names and all that. There's nothing you can do about it. Just see it. Seeing it. It's amazing to live a life where you don't have to do anything. Yes, absolutely. You don't have to do anything but see it. But go ahead, you had last word. Um, I was just, I was going to respond um, about the stuff we were talking about earlier. Um one thing my father always told me was that we come in this world alone. Yeah. God's in full control of this world. When people die, that it was, it was, that's the way it's meant to be. Um, we have no control over what happens, no matter what we do. And that um, when we come in, we also leave by ourselves. That's and, right. And that's who we should get to know. Not anybody else, not identify with anybody, um, their sadness and all that stuff. So he was pretty good with that. But I never... Being young, I didn't understand it right. Right. And then when all this stuff started being pushed, the families being destroyed and all that, I got sucked into the, the madness. Yep. 
I've never seen a world that's so willing to attach to somebody else, especially with men. Yes. But when we were growing up, we were told not to do that anyway. Don't yep. be identified with those folks. You don't know what those folks are into. Yep. You be yourself. We were taught that growing up. You don't hear that anymore. Well, that's what I teach my children. Good. Now they teach you, everybody need to be a group. Everybody, you need this. You need friends. You need it. You don't need that. We all live. We all die. You're going to... Going out the world the same way you came in That's by yourself. Right, by yourself and yeah. with nothing. That's right. Yeah. You you had a your hand real fast. Did you have your hand up? I <clears throat> I did. It was, I don't know. Um, I was just gonna comment on what he said about oh, okay. when you speak about women and um, just can't we forgive Eve? I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we forgive Eve? For the Where, curse. <laughs> Where's Eve now? Well, she's dead. She's dead. I know. But, when but you, why is the curse When you still... go and forgive your mother, you are forgiving Eve. Okay. Good point. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> do you understand that? That makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And do you see how the devil worked through the woman? Yes, but I... Yes. Is it hard to face that? Well, I just don't like how it's kind of like the way it's perceived from, like, in my household. Like, the woman is evil, you know? But like, she is. <laughs> well, so is a man. <laughs> but why do you need to say that in I order know, to that's face? What, that's what I'm trying to overcome because yeah. there's no point in it. I mean, honestly, like, he's completely changed, you know, as a person for the better. So, yeah. um when we talk about that, I get angry, um, and there's no point in it, actually. Right. It's just keeping you, it's keeping you in the hell. Yeah. Because you're not admitting. Yeah, you're right about that. Because it's not you, but it's the evil that made a home in you. Right. And But you have identified with it as you. So when your husband mentioned it, say, so oh, he's talking about you. But that's not you. That's him in you. His spirit, okay. his nature. So... Stop identifying with it, and if you get mad, be glad to see that you get mad because you just don't want, the ego doesn't want to face the truth. Yeah. So be glad that you get mad. Okay. And see that it's all ego, and let yourself be mad so the ego can, you can overcome that. Okay. You run to that instead of running away from it. Okay. That makes sense? Yes. Because it's really not you. It's just a spirit that will pass down from Eve to you. Okay. Through your mother, through her mother, and blah, blah, blah. Can you tell her to quit talking back to me? And quit talking back. <laughs> Shut up and listen. <laughs> Obey your I husband. I like I do. <laughs> Obey your husband. Okay. You made a promise to obey, right? I did. But, but you were lying, though. I have a question, though. What if he <laughs> says, you know, if I do wrong, then that means Don't you do have the to... Don't do the ifs. Have no. a way to see. Okay. Well, the, he, he said that. Because the devil tell you, oh, if he does wrong, then what? Well, and you then hear I'm a lot of women saying, him. well, I'm going to listen to my husband as long as he does the right thing. Who's going to determine what the right thing is? Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> so go face your mother and your father and do the side prayer. You'll be fine. Okay. And you're blessed that your husband is overcoming. Now you can follow him. Yeah. You can look up to him. Yes. 
That makes sense? Yes. Any question? Any other questions? No. <laughs> All right. I got one other question. Okay. Um, sometimes I get into debates or discussions with other people. Um, I'm not going to point no fingers, but they usually accuse me of getting mad because sometimes I have to raise my voice right. or be real stern. That's what the devil do. Look, you mad. Yeah. It's because you raise your voice. And Just then, let them say it. Don't argue. Don't try to prove it. Be, especially when I start bringing up the truth yeah. and, you know, what, what I see, what I'm observing. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't, it, it's not her, I'm just, I'm talking about in general, like I know friends and family and stuff, they're always accusing me. Um, but sometimes when they start doing that, I'll feed into it and then it, it'll start to get me angry and yeah. then I'll notice it. And then that's when I'm like, okay, well, you're right. All right. And then I let just it leave pass. it alone and let it pass and then just walk away that's from right. the situation. So Absolutely. I, is that right? That's what the devil, the devil is the accuser. And the, the devil don't want to hear, he doesn't want to hear the truth, so he's going to accuse you. Oh, you're mad. You're telling me the truth. That's what you're really saying, right? You're mad, but just let them think what they want. Don't try to prove that you're not mad. And if you do see it, come if, eventually it won't even be a part of your nature. Yeah, it's, it's but like, if you do see it, let it pass. Yeah. Seeing it will change it. Yeah, All absolutely. Right? All right, thank you. Hassan, yes, sir. And then I got to wind this down. <laughs> I, 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 I got to. Yes. Uh, so, Welcome. yeah, I just wanted to answer it in yes. Do you dance to your own music? You say yes. Yes. And why do you say yes? Because when I dance to the music of the world, similar to what this guy was talking about and my brother right here and this guy, with when we're in the world but not of it, um, when we're dancing to the world music, we go along with things and we're unconscious. So it's sort of like when you say like even when we're dating and in the beginning, we just go along with things because we're trying to get the sex. Yeah. So we go along with all the little things and we go, well, that's not a big deal. I'll let that slide. I'll let this slide. And then 10 years down the road, now you have a divorce because you've built resentment for all those little things. Yeah. And the divorce in this case is the guns being taken and overreacting. If we, if we just would speak up about the little things with God's working through us and seeing it for what it is. And we speak up to the little things today. Cause even like he was saying, well, don't worry about tomorrow. And I saw his gears. Gearing. Make a long story yeah. short, long story short is that with God's love, we'll correct the small things so that we don't have to overreact to what we perceive to be the big thing. Okay. So when we don't dance to the world's <laughs> music and we dance to the beat of our own drum, as they say, uh, even if you think it's awkward dancing, like they say, two left feet, in this case, I guess, two right feet, you will be able to correct. Okay. So, all right. The young lady next to you, last word on that. Do you dance to your own music? Uh, I think I dance to my own music when I'm trying to control everything. I'm sorry? When I'm trying to control everything. You're dancing to your own music? Yeah. Will you try to do that? Yeah. Amazing. And when I'm not trying to control stuff, uh, I'm not dancing to my own music. When I'm just at peace. Nice. I'm not dancing to my own music. I heard this from an older man. If you really want to learn wisdom, listen to older men. Mm-hmm. Not today's man. Older men, older than me. And, and he was talking about dancing to your own music, and he gave this story of a young man who wanted to be a musician. And so when he was a kid, growing up, he said, you know what, I want to be a musician. I'm going to be a musician. And so he went out, he learned different forms of music, and then 
he became interested in, he didn't say country western, but I forgot what he said, but country western music. And so he learned it all about country and western. He learned how to sing and play. And eventually he started getting jobs. People called, hey, we're going to have an event, a party. We need you to come and play some country western music. And so at every party he would go and play the music. The people loved him. He made buku money. But then there came a time when the people wanted different kind of music. And they were like, oh, you need to play rock and roll. We want rock and roll. And so he went and learned rock and roll, but he would play the rock and roll, and the people would be happy. He would make buku money, got a lot of invitations. Uh, he would get paid, the people would be happy. But one day he realized that he wasn't happy about playing any other music but country and western music. And so instead of trying to please the people just for the money and the fame, he decided that he wanted to play what he wanted to play, his thing, his talent, his thing. So he went back to playing country western. And so even when the people request rock and roll, he would still play country western. And even though he didn't make as much money, he had perfect peace because he danced to his own music. He danced, and a lot of people don't dance to their own music. A lot of you won't stick to the gift that God has given you, especially if other people complain about it. You got to dance to your own music. And if the world don't like it, forgive them, but dance to your own music. Do your own gift, your own thing. And, don't, and if people try to tell you how to do it, what to do it, let it go in one ear and out of the other, dance to your own music. Isn't that an amazing story? Amazing. Amazing. No. <laughs> Last word, that's it. Nobody else, because they're going to get me. My staff is already shaking head. Chris, Nick, and Doug judging me. Because I always say, this is the last one, and go to another one. So the, uh, I had a question on that story, though. So um, is that also his ego, too? Because no, he, it, was he, his, it was his natural thing. He, and when he deviated from it, he wasn't at peace because he'd gone to do, he'd done what the world wanted to do and not the gift that God had given him. Okay. I remember when I first started Bond, it was the same thing. People, what's your five-year plan? You need to say it this way. You need to do it this way. And I couldn't do it no other way. I stayed on my straight and narrow, and if people liked it, they grew from it. Those that didn't like it, they went away. But I stay, I'm, thank God still there because I would allow myself to dance to anybody else. Not that I even would allow, it just could not happen. I couldn't make myself, I wouldn't dance well if I danced to someone else's music. If I did it the way they think I ought to do it. If I used the word, if I don't use, you know, if I don't tell the truth about the women, right? Don't be so hard on the women, on the blacks and on this. But I just want the truth to get out there so I, couldn't, I can't dance to anyone else's music but God's music. And I'm happy being me even being along with it. So dance to your own music. All right? Thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. I'm so out of time here, way out of time. Um, what is James? It's a men's forum this week? I believe so. Is it? Okay, a men's forum this Thursday. It's the first Thursday of the month for men only. You don't want to miss it at 7 p.m. Um, and also we have counseling, the best counseling on this side of heaven. Thank you for your support. We'll reach the super chats and stuff tomorrow. Thank you for your tithing and offering. Stay on that narrow path. Become your own man, your own woman. Don't be like anyone else. Be you. That works better than anybody or anything else, all right? So thank you all for tuning in. 
and have a good Memorial Day. And thank you all for coming. It was amazing today. I like the fellowship. Yeah, I like it. So uh, we.